The Dode Fox Podcast. Hello and welcome to the Dode Fox Podcast. I'm Paul. He's Ronnie. And let's not be about the bush here. We are in deep shit. Thanks again to Dave Bowman for being our guest last week. Some great stories and laughs had. And people still haven't finished the episode. Join the conversation on our socials. We are at Dode Fox Podcast on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Coming up on this week's episode, Celtic Review, The Good, The Bad, The Ugly, Kilmarnock Preview, The Lone Report, The Academy Lads, The Women's Team, DUSF, Community Trust, Who Am I, and On This Day With The Arab Archive. It's all coming up in episode 167 of the Dude Fox Podcast. Hi, I'm Dave Bowman, and welcome to the Dude Fox Podcast. You better be listening. There we are, the man you just mentioned, Paul, old Davey Bowman. An absolute pleasure to speak with him now that people, or some people, have managed to get through the episode. But when you when you listen back to him, we say this loads of times, but when you're doing it, you know you've had a laugh or you've enjoyed it, but it's not until you listen out back, you just, all the stories, like the Scott Crab story in hospital, <laughs> the Scandinavians going to the Cutty Sark, I mean, we're not even talking about the football. That's just quite amusing. So, uh, but it was great. It was great to chat to him. People seem to be have really enjoyed it, you know. And again, it was that unique thing, given that he played for a long time. He's been involved with the club off the pitch for a long time as well. So it was a, a real unique thing. Again, it couldn't have been any seen less than seen all. two and a half, three and a half hours, whatever it was. Three and a half, mm. I think it was, because it was just short. Of the Sean Dillon episode by like six minutes. Yeah, that, that, that'll never get beaten. There's a lot of kids. Listen, some men could do a lot in six minutes. Funny. I could turn a McDonald's breakfast probably twice. I'll no be no lad. <laughs> but here we are. We are back. The award winning Dude Fox podcast with the Tatty Dome visiting Paul McNichol and the Mints and Ties for T. Ronnie Costello. Um, and yeah. Brilliant to speak uh, to speak to Dave Bowman. Thank you very much to all the kind comments on that as well. Uh, it was a hell of a lot of fun uh, a couple of weeks back. So um, more to come over the uh, the break, the World Cup break. Listen, more than one reason we need it. I can't wait for that. But we've we're got like, a couple we're, episodes. We're not taking a break though. No, we are break, not. Though. We have got a couple of specials lined up. You will get to hear the Gardine, um show with Peter Houston and Craig Conway. Uh, basically what's going to happen, to give you a, a slight rundown, uh, next week we will uh, review Aberdeen as per, and obviously Kilmarnock. Uh, the following week will be our kind of season so far review episode, which will be full of positivity, I'm sure of it. And then the following week, you'll get to hear um, the Peter Houston and Craig Conway show. And then the following week, uh, we'll have another interview that we've just done uh, this week that was great fun as well. It is one for maybe the older listeners, as in the young team are maybe not going to be as in tune with it. But it's so good. And his wife appears on it as well. And I'll just leave it at that. And then, (laughs) amazingly... We'll actually be back the following week previewing the next fixture, which I think's Livingston at home, I think is what mm. it is. So it's, it's yeah, we're still going to be here. I am fucking off for a week, but um, we will still be here. The, the, they will be out 
uh, it was a lot of fun. I was at a wedding yesterday, right? So it was a wedding last night. And uh, nice mix. I was at a Dundee wedding is of them and us. Uh, and I was speaking to a lot of the us in there. And obviously there's a lot of chat about what's happening now and all this, what's going on. And uh, loads of people saying about Dave Bowman and stuff like that. Uh, but people saying, I actually got yesterday, uh, yeah, I tried to get tickets on my break and I'm desperate this year. I can't wait to hear for Craig Levine. And I said, oh, but uh, and I'll not bury him, right? Because I buried him last night and it was a lot of fun. And I says to him, I says, I but you were at the last show, weren't you? Pierre Houston. And he's like, no, never got tickets for that either. And then he went, no, 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 I wasn't here. I wasn't here. And he ended up being away. So that's, uh, I says, but that's, Ken, that's two out of three you've missed. I mean, Meatloaf done it better. I think the joke went over his head, but um, the boys were, it was quite, it was one of those unique sort of fun weddings where you could speak to both sides of it. Uh, I also spoke, Paul, and I'm passing this message on. I spoke to a assistant referee last night who mm-hmm. said to me, any time your mate on the podcast wants to go over the rules of football, I'll quite happily sit down with him. And I said, but that was a brick or a penalty today, was it? He's like, oh, I'll need to see it. So we watched that and he agreed. It was a penalty. So um, so that was quite, That was. it was all taken in jest, but it was all sort of good fun as well. So, um, well, you, you, you tell your flag-waving mate that I had no interest in learning the, the, the rules, the laws, whatever they want to call Part's it. the fun. I'm going. I'm going off what I think. <laughs> and if you didn't agree that Stevie May was 10 mile offside, then you need your ass checked, even though he was in his end half, right? Uh, but it, yeah, it was great being at the weddings where it's both sides. And uh, a Dundee fan, by the way, actually says to me, Oh, I, I, hear, I hear the podcasters pretty well. I hear it's quite good. And that. I says, Oh, what do you hear that for? Oh, I've maybe listened to it. Oh, no, no, I've no. I've no listened, though. I was like, mm, I think you maybe have. I think you've been in our camp. You know, we might be joining you very soon at this rate. But anyway, um, <laughs> but it was just great that uniqueness of, you know, um, quite. Although I'm pretty sure. And I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to tell you, I'm going to say it. I'm, the groom's a D. And the song, uh, the band on Beautiful Sunday. Good. Good lads. Good lads. And they, they, they call it this thing Beautiful Monday, do they? Oh, God knows. Absolutely. Um, that was good fun. And, and uh, I know nobody else can see this, but Paul see that I'm waving someone around. This is actually a bulb that fell mm-hmm. out my light that, and for some reason, I've just been hunting in my hand because it's probably the only, I don't know, the only glimmer of light that we might hear at the end of this tunnel in the next couple of games. I don't know. But. I don't know why I'm carrying that, but yeah. So that that was yesterday. So I was at a wedding yesterday afternoon, uh, yesterday evening. So I've never seen the game, right? But just before we jumped on, because I saw stuff on social media and stuff like that, and I was, I, I, I mean, I'm forty year old now, eh? so I went for a nap at four o'clock yesterday. I was knackered, um, but I just watched the goals there. Holy shit! Have I not seen them before? <laughs> <laughs> but you were at the Tatty Dome yesterday. You headed through. Um, do you controversially want to start with the prices of the, of the pet shop? No, because that may that may come up in the good, bad, and the ugly. Oh, good. So we will move on for that. That's incredible. <laughs> Friend, he was there. I'll probably notice this, but Paul was incandescent with rage when he te- he sent me a photo of it. <laughs> and it was it was amazing. So this is bizarre. It yesterday you were after the tattoo dome. Tell us about it. Aye, well, obviously. Regardless of how you get there, we were there, and then the team has come out. Two changes. And a few changes, yeah. Like, obviously, 
going to call him the fall guy this week, Dylan, Dylan Levitt. He was left out, which no, I'm not saying I was in agreement with, but I guess it wasn't too much of a surprise given what the manager said about him during the week. Uh, but I was surprised that we had spent money on an appeal to get somebody off a red card and been successful in that appeal and then stuck him on the bench. Um, so they were, now, they were listen, the two, listen. They were the two that stuck out to me. You had to appeal that because it was a it was a terrible decision. You have to appeal that. I don't care yeah, if he plays course. or not. Like you have to appeal that. Of course, of course. Because it's a farce. And I hear and and they were right to because they, they won the appeal. Exactly. Exactly. And I wouldn't be surprised if uh you know when was the thing? Is it Wednesday? Thursday? Uh, Wednesday. Wednesday. Do you, do you know who sits on the appeal panel? Murdo McLeod, probably. He seems to sit everywhere whereas a United thing. It's an ex player. An ex-manager mm-hmm. and an ex-referee. And the ex-referee basically okay. says, here's the laws of the game. Here's here's yeah. the law of what happened here. And then the, the other two obviously discuss whether it's a... I imagine the referees maybe went, there's bits of what I think's a red card, so it could be a red card. And the other two have went, that ain't so, mate. Move on. <laughs> Good. Oh, you've never played the game. So, uh, do, do, you, do you actually get to find out who the ex referee is? I, I don't think so. I, I, I don't Talking know. The other stuff. Listen, it might be published. I don't know. I, I'm generally no sure. Probably best at the done, eh? Probably. Probably. Yeah. But I think, I, again, speaking to the assistant referee yesterday, he says, there's elements that's a red card. He says, but for me, it's not a red card. So, yeah. yeah. Well, that's it. It's. So so many things in football are interpretation, Rondo. Mental. Like I can I I know that there's laws and like we'll speak about the penalty when we get there. But you can make an argument for and against that. You you really can. But mm. did you see? Did you see the Hibs in the Hibs Aberdeen? Yeah, for me, not a penalty. That's a penalty. You think it's a penalty? That's no, a penalty. Why do you think it's a penalty? Because David Marshall's knee smashes the boy's left foot. That doesn't. No, Rondo doesn't smash him. <laughs> it does. It's a penalty. No, 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 no. no. It can't. It, Makes contact. It's a penalty. That it doesn't smash him. It's a penalty. It, well, but he, but here we are. Like you're saying, it's a it's penalty. A, it's a saying, definite penalty. And, uh, Even these theatrics, it's a penalty. Has to be. No, I don't. I don't think it is. Eh? Oh. But the but but the laws of football may say well there was contact. So it, so it may very well be. That's for exactly, me, that's that's for, exactly for it. me. It was not a penalty. That's no no every contact knocks you around them. No, I, I get that. It's the same. I mean, I think it's it's one of them that you. you I'm I old don't, school. I don't think. No, he doesn't. No, nah, he doesn't. Dev. He, 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 he Tony Watts it, but he's de- there's definitely contact. Tony Watt does have you contact. He, he looks for the contact. Now you could say he's being smart. Hundred percent. It's a graze, Rondo. It's a graze. Hundred has been smashed. It's the same because uh, I, I mean, I can't. It doesn't really benefit us, but. And we could you can jump towards it, but I'll just ask you. The boy yesterday at Parkhead mm-hmm. for the penalty incident gets a yellow card. Yeah. Should he have been yellow yeah. carded? Rondo, I didn't think it was a penalty. <laughs> Honestly. But but what I will say is like I've since watching the sports scene, they they show yeah. you the, the law. Yeah. And it is a penalty. Yeah. But yellow me, card? Well I, I, no. I, I, I'm gonna tell you the reason it's a yellow card. And because I, I don't think it's a yellow card. A goal. Denying a goal scoring because it's because the because it's an attempt at goal. Yeah, that's I, mental. I personally think that the boy has jumped up in no way, shape, or form oh, has he attempted never. to handle that. Never. Ball. He's and again, it's interpretation they're saying, but 
his arms in an unnatural position. When you look at it, and again, still photos, then I tell everything, but when you look at the still photo of it, Edwards is also jumping for the bar and his arms behind him as well. That's obviously the way that that you jump. Like in, in that moment, your arm must come up the back or something. Listen, you slow anything I, down, I, I, it looks worse. Of course it does. Yeah. You'd have thought the boy caught the bar. Nobody, nobody at the game can what was going on. No. Like there was obviously we were on the attack and then something happened and then it stopped and then mm. the the Ouija Ronnie Costello said VAR checking yeah. possible penalty. It took we ages, like, didn't it? Because oh, even it, the highlights took ages. Ahan took ages wrong though. <laughs> it was it was naked. But you were starting to think like, wait a minute, I'm, I don't know what they're checking here. Were Celtic due something, Ken? Because they were on the attack a couple of minutes ago. Is it how far yeah. back have we went here? Oh, they really get. It's crazy. And then and then you you see it and. But by the laws of the game, it is a penalty. But to me... Listen, it's the exact same as last week. That for, for, for what we understand, and you know, watching the game, John Beaton didn't see anything in Tony Watts. To know even, I didn't think he was even going to book. I mean, say it worse, that it was going to be a booking. Then he's been mm-hmm. thinking he'd ask back to see it. I mean, it's, 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 yeah. it's yeah, a crazy I mean, thing. And, yeah. and the fact that we're going to have these incidents going on and it's taken away a lot of the time. And I know, the ta- I know old... Um, the miracle worker Ange was moaning about the time it was taken, which is rightfully yeah. so because it seemed to take an age. Um, I know yeah. you had a wee dig about handball in the box and a hand. It's any of them. The boy's not even looking at. It. I mean, if he's looking at it and I hit some, again, this is a weird way to take it. But he's got no idea. Yeah. <laughs> he's got no nah, idea. And I can't like by the letter of the the law, he's made himself bigger. But like that's how you naturally jump. Like you kind of oh. jump with your arms at your side. So. Nah. I mean, you take it. Of course, you take it because oh, hundred percent. Never get a penalty through in Glasgow when it <laughs> when it actually matters for any. So to be one nothing doing to get that penalty, then you're damn right we're taking it. But if that goes against us, you're like your hands are in the air, you're spitting teeth, you're raging yeah. because you just think it's it's undeserved. I th- but I think that um, and hearing that about the handball yesterday, I think Liam Smith would have been the same at Kelly. I don't think that would have oh, changed the decision. I have, I have no doubt that, that I said that at the time. Like I don't think it's a penalty, but I don't think VAR overturned it no. because it has hit his arm. No. And technically it was a shot on target. But, what, but again, I would argue, what the hell can Liam Smith do to uh, avoid that? I know. Nothing. He, he can't do nothing. Good so, save. That's where we are. Great save. That's where we are. <laughs> Maybe he should be in the goal, eh? but we'll get there again. <laughs> we'll get there later on. Jesus Christ. Good chance. I could believe so, the yes, goal. So yes, the lineup came out, Rondo. And I was surprised that uh, Levitt and Watt weren't in the starting eleven. <sighs> and then the game kicked off. <laughs> and in the first four minutes, I think Jota got in a couple of times in between Freeman and Smith. And uh, I didn't care what we were struggling to get to grips with him early doors. And mm. for my money, he's... He's probably the best player in the country. Uh, you said that before, and I, I, uh, it's hard uh, to disagree. I can, I can that the West Coast press try to tell what's Ryan Kent. Uh, I, I mean, I don't see it, but I personally think it's Jota. But we just seem to give him too much space. Or, if you want to give him credit, you could say he was playing in the, the middle of the space between Freeman and Smith. But either way, we, we needed to shackle him a wee bit better. And ultimately, for the first goal... Piss poor defending again. Uh, we lose the bar, one pass puts it through to Jota, was scluffs it, 
<laughs> he might be the best player in Scotland, but he slaps it, <laughs> goes right across the face of the goal, and I'm not even going to try and pronounce the boy's name, but he was on hand. Kaksabanovic. Someone like that. Mm. And five minutes in, like, I, I was, I thought, here we go again. <laughs> because if, if people are honest with themselves, Rondo, uh, I, I, I don't think any United fan thought anything other than a pumping was, was happening yesterday. I genuinely feared the worst. Like, I, I thought we could be absolutely reamed again if they're in the mood, if they wanted this that badly today. Uh, thankfully, that didn't uh, the play out, but the, the early goal for them uh, was uh, just one of them where you didn't help yourself. So when you, you when you seen yourself. the when you seen the team, I think you, you, you probably you knew yourself. It was well. I think you jokingly said that's not is that the flat back line or something. I can't remind what you said, but uh, I, when I looked at the team, uh, and I think I was out. Kind of mind we were out when the team cut at two o'clock. We weren't in the house, and I, I saw it on Twitter. And uh, and right away, I'm looking at going. Well, it's playing a fair four one here. Like it's mm. going to be deep. I even I even use the phrase low block. Uh, but he was effectively trying to get loads of players into there to stop them keeping it narrow, keep it compact, and whatever. Right, you go up fine. Right, I get it. But in in the brief highlights I've just seen just before it, it seems a lot of the time that and you can correct me. And I know we've no covered a game, but this is just what my understanding was. It looks like because McGrath's trying to get up to help Fletcher, it was leaving mm-hmm. Ian Harks and Craig Subbald a hell of a lot of work today at times. But with Jim, aye, but again, it just left it left them to do a lot of the kind, a lot of the run about, a lot of the cover, and but it's still even even when I seen it at two uh, one, I still again I've only seen the brief highlights. I thought we seem to be doing okay. Nay, really, more than okay. To a point, to a point. It's uh, like it, it depends. It depends who you speak to. It depends what way you look at. I fully expected nothing for the game, and I'm and I'm not saying that. I'm not saying I want the, the players to be thinking similar to me, but just for what I've seen this season, what I've seen for them as well. I, 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 in my wildest dreams, I couldn't see how we were winning that game. Mm. You you took a point, of course you would, but. Uh, yeah, like we, we went one on doing early doors, feared the worst. We got back into it because of that penalty decision that we've discussed. Uh, I mean, the, the, we didn't offer much going forward, really, if I'm being honest. But how many times have we went through at Parkhead and not really offered much going forward? That's It just seems to be par for the course when yeah. we go there. And it's, we just seem to be haunted through there. And then we'll get to... We get level terms, obviously. Good penalty, wasn't it? Right down the middle. Went in. Well, so as long as the penalty goes in, it's mm. a good penalty. Yeah, and uh, and then we'll go and sell the jerseys again for the the second goal. It's just wow. I don't know. Uh, I mean, I, I was because of where you sit at the park. Well, actually, behind the before that, right behind it. Did you see the VAR decision with Craig Sibbald? I did. Yeah, and at the time, like because I, I only saw it live. Uh, I thought right, both both feet were up, and he's made a meal of it. That, that's what I thought. But we var, you just there's that unknown. Like you don't can. Mm. Plus, like when you see it in real time, you you maybe don't see exactly what's happened. But I thought he's they've both put their feet up, and when you do see the replay later on at night, he has caught him on the thigh. Yeah. Uh, but but uh, no right cares. It didn't get. It didn't even call the foul at the time, Ronda. No, no, the ref played and on, I, didn't he? 
Yeah, yeah. And I've seen people yeah. on, on Twitter, Celtic fans, saying, oh, we the still photo again. The still photo is just causing havoc in Scotland these days. Uh, boy saying, I can't believe this was not a red card. Kicked him in the chest. <laughs> and I had to reply, I was like, nobody got kicked in the chest. Okay, that photo does, that does not tell the full story, mm-hmm. I'm afraid, buddy. Mm-hmm. Okay, and if you actually can't have a get to Parkhead, you maybe you got there and seen it where you're in it. But, but so, you're right, though. That, like, it's the stills, the slow doing, they all look worse. They all look yeah, worse. 100%. Yeah. I, I, the boy got caught in the thigh, no doubt about it. Uh, but I think he made a bit of a meal of it. And Far looked at it and didn't deem it worth, worthwhile turning any mere action against Sibbald. Mm. Yep. Right, the goal, second goal. Yeah. Uh, it's a cross that goes, it's a cross that comes in, I think it's for O'Reilly, O'Reilly, whatever his name is. Uh, Big Edwards, he, he wins the header, he doesn't clear it very far, but in fairness to Edwards, I think he was getting challenged for the, the boy that got kicked in the thigh a couple of minutes earlier, and then it falls to the boy that his name you can pronounce. Haksabanovic. Haksjergranovic. After Jagamakas had been up at Edwards. <laughs> it's, it's, too, it's too many, too many letters. A lot of points in Scrabble <laughs> for Edwards. Uh, and then it falls to him, and he's, he's in the box, he's on, he's in, and even then, he doesn't have the best shot in the world. And all Papa Dom Rasps Baragetti is just is I mean it's I don't can. He's, he's he's made a couple of good saves before it as well, but he's you've got to save that. You've got you've got to save that, Rondo. That, that's your job. If if your job is to be the goalkeeper, shots like that you can't be letting past you. No. And in any game you can't be letting shots like that past you. When you're up against it anyway, against a team expensively assembled we the second coming of Christ in charge of them are these miracles that are being performed on a weekly basis we can't we can't afford mistakes like that and that was that was a massive mistake at that time yes. and you could probably highlight well boy should have been closed down before he got it in the box maybe Edwards should have headed that well a wee bit further eh, maybe but the keeper still should keeper should have score him he should, he should absolutely save that even if he saves it, like, and it's a poor save, it goes out to the boy Carter Vickers. He's offside. Mm-hmm. So they wouldn't have got nothing. But to let it, like, squirm, it, it was slow motion as well. Like, it was, it was, the boy's not even had the heart. It's not a good strike. So that was... <laughs> yeah, yeah, you just seen Abdi's head in the stand, certainly, going down, thinking, here we go again. What have what have we done with we, we, the recruitment of these goalies? Because there's just no na- belief. No, no trust, no confidence in them. I'm afraid, uh, it's a horrible thing to say because we're we're going to need at least one of them to to help us get out of this mess that we're in. But we can't be. Getting, I mean, that's two in two games uh, for my money. The and last that, two games, and that's. I mean, that's ten minutes for for half time. The the goal yeah. comes in. Yeah, are you again yeah. going back to type and thinking, oh, here we go? Because it's uh, it's kind of a natural thing, isn't it? Especially just now when you kind of bear one. The, the one thing, the one thing I'll say about yesterday is, like, oh, and one thing that really pissed me off was the ball boys. Now we are ken this season how quick that Celtic liked to play. Mm. There was times when the bar wasn't even out, Rondo. Like, say it was a cross and it was clearly going out, and the ball boys would be throwing the bar onto the, the park before the bars, and that was pissing me off. Like, I could have swung it a wee bit. They were again, <laughs> kicking up pants. But, uh, but I think VAR slightly well, it helped us a bit because. It took the sting out of the game a lot. Like mm. it was very stop start because 
the penalty decision took two or three minutes. The red card that was or wasn't took a couple of minutes as well. So it was kind of disrupting the rhythm of, of the game and that probably helps us more than it helped them. So to, to get in at, at halftime 2-1, no, no, we hadn't have been great, but like, if you're only a goal behind, Ken, there's always a chance. It's always a chance at 2-1. Mm-hmm. So I wasn't too despondent at halftime. Uh, no, again, you've seen, <clears throat> you've probably seen enough and at the end of the day, we're our own worst enemy, and I, I'm no matter excuses against Celtic. I says we are. Like we've seen that first goal. The thing I just said is, you were in the ground to see it. I've seen it on the TV. You could replay me any goal that yeah. United have conceded in the last ten, and I could pick yeah. out six of them that are the same. You know, the thing is, before they before they scored it, there was two similar bars through the jaw. You know, it was coming, and it was only the fifth minute or fourth minute of the game whenever they scored it. We just we were just struggling to get the grips with it, but and, and then yeah, we, like you say, we get the helping ourselves. We get the far break, but the goal he's got today, better that second goal. Well, I mean, bottom line, he's got to save it. He's got to save it. Like there's, there's and he'll, he'll, what? Kenny, he'll Kenny self. He'll Kenny oh, self. listen, he, he, he doesn't need to arseholes to tell him right, but absolutely, it's not. different if the boy zinged it for thirty years in the top bin. Yeah, like, but didn't happen. They may have seen it, and it's worse for behind. Because yeah. you could see, well, that's like, the angle, his hands. that's the angle every United fan got. Easy <sighs> peeps. Yeah. But half time, you were actually, you weren't too bad. You weren't too bad. You were feeling still in that. Put it this way, it we're could have been a lot worse. <laughs> no, exactly, exactly. I mean, I was plotting the route. I thought I'll be him by half, by six o'clock tonight. This will be brave for getting trims by half time. I'm out of here. But uh, no, we were, we were still in it because it was only 2 1. We were still in it, it felt like. And, uh, like, some people will say, well, Celtic won a great yesterday. Didn't they even get out second gear or whatever? Well, maybe, you know, maybe there was a wee Euro, Euro hangover for their trip to Spain midweek, but that's none of our business. Like, we've, we've got to just play our game as best we can. Try and get ourselves up the park, try and be compact when we're defending, try and get in and about them in the midfield. And in the main, certainly in the second half, we definitely came, came a lot more into it. Can they had missed possession? Can they had missed shots? That that's that's par for the course again. Like it doesn't matter why they seem to play within within Scotland. Certainly at him, that's that's just the way it goes through there. They always say, "Mister the ban, Mister the chances." They always have had my whole lifetime. Uh, so, uh, but I, I, we, we did better second half. We we performed slightly better again, uh, and then we we grew into the game. I, I felt we started getting a wee bit braver on the ball because we, we must have felt comfortable at the back. But again, again, in fairness, he's made a couple of good saves. The defending to a point wasn't too bad. And then the fall guy, Dylan Levitt, he came on. Uh, Middleton came on. Young Epps came on. And these guys made a bit of a difference for us going forward. Uh, they really did. And oh, I think it was, bef- it was before the goal uh, we've won a free kick. And uh, Levitt's played middle inning. It's a great chance. For me, I felt like he took too long on it, but he was trying to get it on his left foot and he's managed to get it past the keeper, but then Greg Taylor's headed off the line. Uh, but it had been building, you know, it had been building. It. I don't think I even care how many saves Joe Hart actually made in the game. Probably maybe one or something. But uh, but the momentum, it wasn't quite turning in our favour, but we were definitely getting back into the game. And then it came to what was it the eighty seventh minute? Yeah, when we when we notched, 
and Levitt's just played like a lovely, a lovely bat into the danger area where you can somebody's got a good chance of getting a touch on this, and if they dinner, it's on target. So the keeper's not going to be sure what to go for. And it just ended up in the bottom corner and it was absolute bedlam in mm. that way. And boys were upside down, boys were necking the other boys. It was just absolutely mental. It was great, but there was still a few minutes to play. And at Parkhead, we've all seen it before, especially Folly and United. And then I think a team in the world has conceded so many late goals to the same team as we have to Celtic. So although I was celebrating that equaliser, I certainly wasn't thinking it was job done. I don't know if you just mentioned this and I totally missed it, but I've just, did Ryan Edwards hit the post? Ryan Edwards did hit the post, yeah. So we we had chances. We had chances, yeah. We definitely, as I say, we grew into it. We absolutely grew into it. We got braver. The subbies helped. Young Archer thought was excellent when he came on. Levitt was was excellent when he came on. Middle and got involved. He was busy. Uh, We had chances, eh? We, We did have chances. And then we'll manage to get ourselves back on, on level terms. And obviously, if, we're, if you're playing anybody else in the world, perfect Celtic, you're probably thinking, right, just just hang in here, can we can ride this suit. You know, I, I've seen, seen a lot of people tweeting, um, and this was late on last night, but I've seen a lot of tweets saying, Ken, poor game management for, for Fox, like how's he not putting our sub on? Well, we couldn't have. We'd used our three opportunities, so we couldn't have had another sub. Now, okay. that would have been the right thing to do, but you mm-hmm. only get three opportunities to make your, your five subs. And they'd obviously used these three. Um, because I, I think, first of all, you would hope that would happen. Because, again, it just slows it down a little bit. It frustrates them. But like you said, it's f***ing Celtic, eh? You just, you need to play for that. Well, I think it was five minutes of injury time in the first half, wasn't it? Added on. And then, that's, that's VAR. That's no injury time. That's VAR. So was it same in the second half, five minutes added time? So you're now needing uh, to play for a hundred minutes, like and yeah, keep the head yeah. and whatever. But I'm assuming, but 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 they do. So how can we know? Yeah, hundred percent. This very thing happened. It happened to us last season as well, Rondo. Mind we played excellent. Mm. Nothing's up either way. Lewis Nielsen switches off for yeah. a second, and the bastards go and score. Like it, but, it happens. Or it's not an accident. It's not an accident. And again, Anne's likes to say, "Ah, we keep going." You've got million. Millions and millions of pounds worth Aye, of players. Miracle worker could, He could only bring on twelve million off the bench yesterday. <sighs> the hardship, the hardship. Yeah, so you, you can't never going to come. How did you feel? And when that the goal went in, seek. I, I just heard it, but that was it. It was game over for me. I, we weren't getting back into that. Mm. Uh, and having seen it back, obviously we were we were under the cosh for the next couple of minutes. Edwards headers it off his line. And then the corner comes in and like nobody's nobody thinks to pick up their main man, Kyogo. Boys boys same height as well flood, gets a free header, stoops to a free header, uh, five years for goal. And when I've seen it back, I think uh, I think Mikasin's pointing to Middleton's Kyogo, pointing to Mikasin. And Middleton's pointing to in in my opinion, Middleton should pick it up because Middleton sees it. Yeah, that's he's what behind Mikasin. He's behind Mikasin. Michael's uh, Middleton's looking right at it. He's he's got to take responsibility there. Yeah. Now I say that we can and like maybe they've worked on stuff like that in training, and it should have been young apps that drop. But I don't can. But looking at it as somebody that's no on no sitting in on any of these training sessions, and it's two all at Parkhead at this point. Yeah, you've just you've got to take the bull by the horns. You've got to take responsibility. 
And in fact, to be honest, I'd rather that both of them had went and much. both took the responsibility. Yeah. But but we didn't. That's it's not even like. I don't think it was the greatest corner, but then maybe it was a, for their point of view. Maybe it was like a a set, uh, like a planned set play, like knock it into the front post. Boy, boy flicks on, on, doesn't he? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Boy flicked on, and like you, you kind of miss. And as soon as that went in, Ron, I was out there. So in real time, I heard the fourth goal, and I didn't see it. But there was there was no coming back. Have you seen it back? I've seen it back, and it's it's absolutely. Does, go, does the goal get weird? Because he doesn't chip, he doesn't stick the chip fit ten ten foot in the air. Uh, it's again like it's a it's just a it's, it's a pass. It's, I don't want to call it a long ball. Like it's it's not just a punt up the park, but it's just a straight pass that Edwards and McMahon did a deal with. Uh, and a badder runs on. He's fast. He can finish. And uh, he's some. He's somehow chipped the keeper when the keeper was about two yards off his line. Uh, yeah, I, I don't can. I don't can. Maybe the keeper thought he would try and go low, and he's he's made his cell weird, and he's just chipped it over his his right shoulder or something. Uh, for their point of view, a good finish. For your point of view, the fucking ball was burst anyway, was it? But we're never coming back. Yeah, we, we, what's and that, that Rondo? That in a microcosm is why we are where we are in the league. Can't stop or deal with crosses, goalkeeping issues, you know. And for all the, you know, we, you know, we did this and we were okay in the second half and we tested them and whatever. Still, still got bit. Yeah, yeah, still got bit. But what I'll say is, like, I, I didn't. Uh, I'm not saying this is the right attitude. Probably isn't. It? Definitely isn't actually. But I didn't think we'd get anything for yesterday. I would have been amazed if we'd have got anything for yesterday. And then to get to the the ninetieth minute, to all, what's well, Dreamland stuff? You're thinking, do if we can just hold on, if we could just hold on, and then ultimately, like it, it, it happened again. <laughs> it just always happens. And this season has it's just been a bit of a disaster uh, up to now. We've only got nine. Uh, well, we played fourteen games, nine points. It's uh, it's grim. It's really grim. The same team, Celtic, have scored thirteen goals against us in two games. Thirteen goals, which is near half what we've conceded. You know, it's just it's it's uh, and again, you know, results have no went further. You know, we got a bit on Friday night. We certainly didn't get in on Saturday with that comeback for Ross County. And as we are recording this in the 80th minute, St Johnston are better Rangers. Yeah? I mean. Hey ho. That means I don't care where they are in the league. I just can that we are rooted and we are kind of in touching distance with Ross County and Kilmar. That's your, that's your battle, Rondo. We have been defeatist negative arseholes on here for weeks because we have said. We will snap your hand off for tenth place, and I am sticking by that. We are almost halfway through this season, and we are firmly and deservedly rooted to the bottom of the league, and still getting top top six is the aim. I mean, well, that's it, listen, it could be the aim, but it's ten points or well, that's four wins, eh? It's three wins and a draw. We've had two wins and, and a draw a season. And we've not even got ten points yet, so you could, you're saying it's ten points away, but it's 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 more points away than we've actually accumulated already. So uh, that 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 just looks like fantasy stuff just now. Concentrate on getting eleventh, and then concentrate on getting tenth. I mean, we'll only play Kilmarnock this week, you know. 
I mean, I, we're on we're on must win territory in November. Uh, and for me, Rondo, that is must win. And I can't. People will say, "No, it's no one." As hundred percent, I, I think it is, and and not just because it's three points, and not just because it's a team that are just above us. It's a must win for so many other like. The, the fans need something to back. The players, the players need some sort of confidence, some sort of belief. It's it's unthinkable to sit here and th- and say that next time I speak to you, Recordin, that we'll have lost the next two games. That's unthinkable. That that simply can't happen. That we can that can't be allowed to happen. We can't afford that to happen. And that's only us fans that are saying that. Like. I dare say the owner will be thinking he'll be he'll be one six points for the next two games, which is going to be a massive ask. But Kilmarnock first and foremost, we have to have to beat them. I I don't I don't want no excuses. I don't care. Ah, but he might he's no bad player. I don't care. It's Kilmarnock. They're not very good. In fact, there's not been many teams in this league that I've actually thought were that good. And I've seen every team this season. And we're the worst of the bunch so far. We have to get three points on Wednesday night. Nothing else is acceptable. Yeah. Did you see enough yesterday in the second half? To get three points on Wednesday? Mm-hmm. <clears throat> I think I think after the game, the, the interview with the manager and they were saying, oh, there's some positives to take. Maybe. Maybe it depends how you look at things, I guess. But for me, a game United away at Celtic and then a game United at home at Kilmarnock are two massively different games. But people expected nothing, if we're honest. We expected nothing for yesterday. Against Kilmarnock, I'm not even saying that we expect three points because we're stinking just now. But we cannot be getting bit. The fans, punters want to accept a defeat against Kilmarnock. That will get nasty. I will. Especially him. Uh, of course it will. And that's the last thing that anybody wants. That's the last thing that I hate out of that nonsense. But you could understand how fans are, how fans feel like they might hate to, to, to go down that route. It's just, we we have to be commanding. And it's not an impossible task because they're no great shakes. No, no, it's not. They're no great shakes. I don't think they're any better than us. But the league table tells you that they're three or four points three. better than us. Yeah. They're three points better than us. Mm. We have to win that game. Nothing else does. And you, you, you look at the, uh, you look at sort of the games, and you know since the Celtic debacle at Tannadice, and again this goes back to conversations I had last night, and uh, I was saying Ken, on on one hand, and he, it was caveat with if we were winning more than we are now and whatever, but it was like. Kim, we're no, we're no getting pumped every week, but I'm no, and this is a fan's view. And he said, but I'm not sure why I see we're betting or convincingly winning. A bit like what you, me and you were joking about with the Aberdeen thing, which come out the blue. But again, it doesn't matter. Like, you get bet 4 2 yesterday, we get bet 1 0. We've still been bet. I mean, you're bottom of the league. That's what it is. You know, you look at the form, it's even including the Kilmarnock League Cup game, right? We've lost the last four. 4-2, 1-0, 2 we're not getting pumped. But we're not winning any points. We're not in the next round of the cup. You know, we drew against Ross County on the back end of beating Hibs and Aberdeen, which I think, if you were offered 7-9, I think we are said, 
fucking hell we're retaining that and listen they're probably not, and again I'm, we've got Bayfus and Johnson thank Christ we've got these seven points Ronda. huge they're, listen they're massive no tan awa but like when we got Bayfus and Johnston we were already fearing the worst and it was October the 1st yeah and we've got a wee bit of help with seven points but we've only got nine we've only got nine yeah, we yeah. drew a Motherwell now. Now we drew a Kelly one all. That's it. Like it's just again the forms. It's, it's terrible. It's, it's terrible. And you again, you look at a fixture list, and sometimes you look at a fixture list and go, "That's a massive couple of games. We could really get some points for the games." You look at how our fixtures are dished up. Again, there's like. St Johnston, Aberdeen and Hibs is how we looked at and when we got both St Johnston we both went oh no and then we be- then we done really well against Aberdeen and I think we done enough to beat Hibs because we-, we dug in there was spirit there was a real dig in the team and we got a 1-0 win right fair enough they could have as many shots they want or keep our bail out anything to do that night but Drew with Ross County disappointing Ken, as it was but since then we went to Killy and went to the cup so Murnbeck with 2-1 and we were shite for about eight ten minutes that game. Started okay, ended it okay, but it was it okay at best. You know, Motherwell last week we said it at the time, but no Saint Tony Watt staying on wins with the game. But I thought we would have been good enough for a point or created enough to get a point. But again, we still got a bit. And then yesterday, we're three minutes away eh? a point at Parkhead. Can a place we didn't get anything? Like we didn't get anything. Ever. Yeah. And and we didn't get anything. And again, we got none. <laughs> because yeah. the same things are happening. You, you know, and Ken, can I stop a cross? Listen, I'm not blaming the goalie for the third goal, Ken. But the Wee's boy in the parts yeah. want to hit on the six yard line. But two boys that were looking at each other, looking at him, should have just went with him. It's not the ninth minute of the game, it's the ninetieth minute. Just go with him. Just put him to, off. And you know what the like I'm I didn't want to point the finger of blame at Middleton or no, Anderson, no. but it's, it's, it was like it might be the 90, 90th minute of the game. What I'm trying to say is these boys are fresh. Yeah, these boys didn't play ninety minutes. They were in the chasing shadows for ninety minutes. No. These boys were just on. Yeah. We just needed any of them to take responsibility instead of saying, "Right, you get him." No, you get him. Can what? Nipty will get him, and he'll score. And we're pumped. That's what we needed. We needed somebody just, and I can. They're young. Maybe it's that. Maybe it's naivety. I don't can. What I do can is nobody got him, and he basically moseyed on in to five yards for your goal, right in the middle of the six-yard box, and had an absolute tap and all header. So th- these things are costing us. They're costing us big time, costing us points, and they're costing me my happiness on Saturday nights. Bunch of bricks. It's yeah. It's uh. I'll, I'll tell you something else, Rondo. If and I hope this doesn't. Uh, come to pass but if we get nothing for the next two games where does that leave the manager do you give him that time well I mean because he's not turned nothing around no and I think that I hope and I say that I hope I'm wrong I hope I'm wildly wrong I hope that we do because I believe that we can get something I genuinely believe we can get something for these next two games but I genuinely think we have to we have to get we have to beat Kilmarnock yeah have to beat them. Yeah. Uh, listen, I think if you get, get three points to the next six, if you get four points to the next six, we can't... At the end of the day, if you're able to get have two points... Have you seen points, Aberdeen's record this year at home? It's played six. 
One five. Yeah. Their name mugs at him. No, no. Or mugs at Tanadice. Their name mugs at him. So it's not going to be easy. Kilmarnock, first and foremost, is an absolute must. I don't care what anybody says. I don't care how it gets dressed up. We hit a win that game. Nothing else to me is acceptable. Yeah, and they were beat for Livy 3 2 on Friday night. Uh, I think they were ahead for a lot of it as well. Oh, yeah, which wasn't a, it wasn't a looking good <laughs> for a for a for a period of time, but yeah, but they got a bit, so that definitely helped us. The, the result yesterday up in Dingwall didn't, but like there's still more than enough games to go this season for us to be in a position that we should be doing more than enough to help ourselves. But it's got to start, and it's got to start Wednesday. We kind of just keep saying, "Ah, oh, next game's massive." Every game's massive, okay? Yeah, listen, every it's like, game. It's like you say about the next two. Can where would it leave everything? Can it go in a World Cup break? You know, and then you come back. Oh, you've absolutely got cemented to the bottom of the league. Yeah, and then you would come back, and there's three games. You know, Livingston away, uh, Hearts at him, Ross County at him, and then it's the the transfer window. Okay, it's not can, a lot. Can of games. you sell Abdi in one windy? <laughs> Who knows? Uh, man of the match yesterday. Uh... One of the match. I think McGrath was fairly good. He done well. McGrath? Probably because he was on. Ah, I'm going to say McGrath. I think Levitt and, and Levitt was excellent when he came on. Took his took his cross very well. Uh, I think he learned that entry, Kevin Gallagher. <laughs> uh, young Arch. Young Arch done very well as well when he came on. So cool, so calm and composed and never flustered. But ultimately a slight wee black mark because... He had a wee bit of a hand in the gold and a can of its hemmed and a can of its middle in, but ultimately none of them dealt with it. So I, I would say McGrath. McGrath's a good player. You could tell he's a good player. Mm. Uh, just just needs something more around him. Levitt needs to be back in uh, back in the team doing what he can. And like we've no we've not mentioned it. Maybe you hadn't planned on mentioning it, but the the manager's comment through the week. I personally think that he like he got a lot of stick for it. And I could see why. But he's probably only answering a question. However, <laughs> my retort to that would be, you didn't have to answer it in that manner. Like, we've been... How long... Tony Watt, for example, he was he was terrible. He was banging out for him for weeks and weeks and weeks. I didn't see... Excuse me, I didn't see any articles in the paper, any manager coming out and having a, a public go at him. So why do we then of all players select the guy that's probably the best player the boy who's going to the World Cup why do we decide to throw him under the bus which is what it felt like to me and I kind of I'm looking at your fist Rondo I get you the impression you're you're not thinking it's that plus you could look at it the flip side Liam Fox came out and said what he said left Dylan out of the team he's come on God, he he's been excellent so, so there, there's that side to it as well so I'm not saying that I'm right mm. but it just didn't sit great with me I, I thought that's Know the way I get fans on board. I think the, the, the way I've seen it is when, is when people automatically assumed that Liam Fox had come out and just went and buried them. Yeah. You know, and that's. You're getting asked a question. Aye. But, but that's yeah. not what happened. He was, he was asked a direct question about it. And there's so much he, he should say and so much he can't say. And like, I don't like when people get publicly buried if the player can't know about it. Like for a manager to come out the end of a game and go, Ken, what every in them are utter shite. 
As long as yeah. he's tilt them in that, that dressing room, they've been utter shite. If he's pulled Dylan Levitt aside after the game and said, or at half time last week and went, because he, he wasn't great last week. Can no, he but, but, but nobody was Rondo. No, they weren't. They weren't. And I, and I see, and that that was that was the the main thing I got for it because I think he, he is answering the question. Did he answer it right? I've seen till I've only read the words until I was to hear that or hear the conversation or hear the question being asked in the return. I don't know. And that was it took me about about fifteen years to one of my first ever jobs in radio when I was doing sport and asking questions and you would get reactions that can you can cut it up any way you like and stuff. And I just thought I don't know. It wasn't a pub. I, that was more. That was my main thing. It's like people were going, "I fucking Barry, he's, he's no come out. He's, he's answered the question. Could he answer it differently? Of course he can. But if no, I've only read what was in the article. I've no heard it. I've no because again, what you read and what you hear can be two totally different things. Like the yeah. way it was maybe yeah. described or whatever. And that that's just that was my only thing. And I think Dylan done right. I mean, I didn't expect him to play after. I did I? I probably no actually. Probably thought we'd go quite defensive, um, and then, uh, then yesterday, like you said, he's come on, he's answered, and I can't. He'll he'll start on Wednesday. There's no doubt about it. He'll start on Wednesday. I just think I know we've seen changes. I think last week there was four changes. There was two changes here, and we need to get a settled team or a settled core going because there's still a lot of chopping and changing for the team. You know. What comes out last yesterday with Leva, and we go in and we try to be really defensive, but then you know we're then not going to get much up front. But then, you, like you're saying, we're fucking well in the game. Second half, we make changes, positive change. I mean, I noticed that. I always look at who comes off, and you go like Jamie McGrath, probably right. You're saying he, he come off, gets your man, but he's probably ran himself into the ground. Ken mm-hmm. does a lot of work yeah. and stuff like that. Middle, and I'll give you legs. You know, Levitt's come on. And, and answer the critics there. Saying young Erch that we are big fans of young Erch. Is he still young? Yes. Will he make mistakes? Evidently, yes. He'll, he maybe switches off for that second or whether he's falling in the ball or it should have been middle. We don't know. But lads, just follow him. Like it's the 90th minute. But we, as a football player, I think he's a great player. I think he's got great potential. I think he could be a great player. Um, mm. When he come on against... Why did he come on again and end up playing up front? Was it Motherwell? No, nah, it wasn't. It was a while ago. St. Johnson, I think. Nonsense. No point. Put, get him in the midfield. He's a good football player. Listen, he likes to put a tackle in, but he's no what a Sybil will do. Like, let him do that and go for it. And maybe, do we just need to go all out on Wednesday and see what happens? Or do we still try to play? Or, can what? Stop across. Here's one, lads. I'll give you a real tip, right? And uh, somebody says to me yesterday as well, again, so a lot of chat going on this wedding, no a lot of disco dancing because I had the car. Uh boy says to me yesterday, how's Jack Newman who got a chance now? <laughs> it's like that that would be an admission, oh we've absolutely humped ourselves here by signing two keepers that are negative. I don't think that'll happen. I don't think Newman will get a chance. I don't think Newman Newman will get a chance either. But what the hell do no. we do? Because Well we've you know we've chopped and changed the keepers. And it hasn't, it hasn't helped to it. Listen, I, I always say, and you can go back to other episodes, and I did say, I think Beragiti deserves another chance, but I so wasn't screaming I, for it at the time, because Ericsson hadn't made that mistake that I thought might come. Like, mind, he got nine for Celtic and kept his place. Because, Ken, what? wasn't his fault. But no, there is that, as fans, 
going war is he going like why is he on the edge of his 18 yard box you know yeah, was well, he doing up it for, for a corner and listen <laughs> these are two goalies that in their respective leagues they come from have done really really well you know, is it because yeah, the Scottish that, League is the best league in the world? It must be. No, but, no I, I think that tells you a wee bit about their leagues where they've come from, personally. But, yeah, you know what? Bo- both of them, none of them, none of the two of them can be confident right now. No. They, they just can't be. Can't. They can't be. And neither is the defence. What's Conrad and, Logan then? <laughs> probably eating and drinking. <laughs> That's probably what he's doing. What's the other boy? What's the boy who played for Hibs? What's he then? Everdeen, sorry, in the uh, in the Scottish Cup '94. What's he up to? What's John Burridge up to? I think he's collecting his pension. <laughs> but he might be worth a shout. I hear what you're saying there. Ma- yeah, it's a massive. Uh, it's massively frustrating. And <sighs> but the, look at the parallels, though. Like just just the goalkeeping oh, situation. No. The parallels. Oh, no. to the year. He's brought it up. I can't know if it's coming. Sixteen. Fifteen. Sixteen. And 22-23, the parallels are horrific. They're, it's identical. Absolutely identical. And see on paper, this current team should give them about 10. Uh, absolutely should. Should? No, they absolutely should. Wanna, but should. I mean, there's still time. Okay, to, to end it on a <laughs> wee bit of a positive there note, there's still time. There is. We've only played 14 games. There's still... 24 left or something there is plenty of time but if we keep losing week after week after week that time will soon disappear along with our top flight status and we'll get that we'll get the wish that we all want we'll get rid of our but we'll not get rid of it for the right reason mm. we'll get rid of it because we're freezing our bollocks off in bloody Queen's Park's new stadium on a Friday night next season and nobody wants that so fingers need extracted and they need extracted pronto. So, you're good, the bad and ugly this week then. Hey, there's no good this week, Rondo. Oh, no. There's, some, there's simply no good. I've, I'm not finding anything. I'm not finding any good. The bad this week was getting back to the car after the game. In fact, it's a wee bit bad and good because the car was still there, so that was a bonus. But realising that we were now bottom of the league because they didn't have a clue what was going on up in Dingwall, so that was that was pretty bad. Like, and the ugly, without a shadow of a doubt, is getting charged thirty-five quid for a ticket to a game of football, five pound fourteen pence for a hot dog, and three pound thirteen pence for a Coke Zero whilst at that game of football. The Tory team. Celtic with their wee banners Abdi's skin Help the pensioners Feed the burns Drop your ticket prices That's all your, That's the only banner you need oh. Some of the prices I've never seen nothing like it Rondo Grab bags £3.91 Water £1.68 oh. What else have we got? And my chicken curry pass Sent me back £3.69 And to the boss what I mean what what's we the did they just do that so arseholes like me can can think what have they done that for I thought it was like three pound two fifty three fifty what would what would they in five pound fourteen pence where's that extra fourteen pence going for the, the hot dog that wasn't worth a feather to begin with <laughs> an absolute nonsense any chili or say. cheese 
There wasn't a, no. <clears throat> For £3.35, so you could have got yourself a vegan sausage roll. Nah, we'll move on. Nah, same, exactly. We'll move exactly. On. Right, bunch. how's the boys on loan getting on? Uh, so-so. So-so. So we will start again doing the Air United. Uh, Logan Chalmers at Air United. There was no Logan in the squad on Saturday, so I can only assume that he was injured. Uh, his air side did draw one all with Morton in his absence. Chris Mockery at Dunfermline. After the real Fife derby of last week against Kelty, it was the Kiddion Falkirk v Dunfermline derby this week, which is apparently a big derby rondo. Chris was looking to continue his rich vein of form in this one and duly started the game. It would be another dominant display from Chris and his teammates as they secured a 1-0 win on the day. Chris would play for 87 minutes of the match before being withdrawn. And he certainly seems to be reveling under manager James McPake. Wonders will never cease. Declan Glass at Derry City. Unfortunately, again, I didn't have an update on Deco over at Derry this week. as his side didn't play until Sunday night. Uh, it's their final home league game of the season and they are playing Dundalk. Kai Fotheringham at Stirling Albion. It would be top against joint bottom on Saturday as Kai and his Stirling Albion side travelled to Clifton Hill to face Albion Rovers. It didn't quite go to plan for Stirling, however, as they trailed Albion from early doors until late on. Not to worry, though. They have Kai and he can always carve out a chance. It did take until the 85th minute on Saturday for him to create a goal, but create a goal he did. He swung over a beautiful cross and Dale Carrick was on hand to notch his seventh in seven games. Kai would be withdrawn in the 89th minute and his side had to make do with a point. Leighton Bisland at Cowdenbeath and Jacob Comerford at Cumbernauld Colts. It was to be a battle of the low knees on Saturday as Leighton Bisland and Jacob Comerford came together in the Lowland League when Cowdenbeath met the Colts of Cumbernauld at Central Park. Jacob was brought back in and played the full 90 minutes for the Colts, whereas Leighton started the match and played 70 minutes before being withdrawn. There wasn't much in the match, and Cumbernauld will feel aggrieved at the end, but Cowdenbeath ran out 1-0 winners on the day, giving the bragging rights to Master Bisland. The women's team. There's no game for the ladies' team this week, but the last week they were through at Broadwood in against current champs, the Rangers. Always going to be a massive test for them, and within two minutes they found themselves at goal down. A matter of minutes later, and a high defensive line and a keeper suffering from a rush of blood to the head would see the Lady Jers take a 2-0 lead. Not the ideal start. By half-time, the team had somewhat steadied the ship and went in at the break 3-0 down. Keep it tight for the first few minutes must have been manager Graham Hart's half-time instruction, and the team did as instructed. In the 46th minute, the Lady Jers made it 4, and if the game wasn't out of sight before then, it certainly was after that. The bad guys would go on to add a fifth before all was said and done, and it was a harsh lesson and a tough 90 minutes for United. There is now no game for the ladies for a couple of weeks, I think, but they'll be back in action on November 20th with a home game against Spartans. Uh, and to whomever makes the decisions behind the scenes for the women's team, why not have them play at Tannadice for a couple of games? The men's team will be off for a period of time and the ladies will continue playing, so let's give them their day on the main pitch. On the women. 
<laughs> nice one. Uh, Dundee United Community Trust is the official charity of Dundee United Football Club. Uh, they work with the club to improve the lives of people in Dundee and the surrounding areas. It was formed in 2017. It took on the run of the existing community programme operated by the football club and the trust has since invested over £1.3 in our community. You can get all the details. Find out about the vo- new volunteers that we mentioned last week as well. Online, CT. .co.uk uh, It was announced the other week that uh, United Hall of Famer Willie Pettigrew will be part of the Supporters Foundation Gala Evening of Smile for 2023 at the Rep. That's going to be February the 22nd uh, and he'll be joining Andy Rowland, uh, Paul Hegarty, John Holt, Hamish McAlpine and Morris Malpass who will be on stage with Twan Umte's Faye the Dode Fox podcast. Following the performance you get two shows for the price of one. You'll even get a pie. Tickets dusf.scot forward slash shop uh, our YouTube channel has our John Holt interview up there uh, an amazing tash of course on the tash. image as well uh, so you can check that out uh, and uh, the next one will be uh, maybe be a week or two I'll try and get up before I go away and like I said right at the start uh, the show from the Gardine with Peter Houston and Craig Conway will be on in three weeks' time. It'll be on audio as normal, on uh, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Amazon, TuneIn, all these kind of things. But the video from the Gardaig will be on our YouTube page. I think it'll go live on bo- on all the platforms around about 6 o'clock in the morning. Uh, and yeah, really looking forward to getting out there. I think that's going to be good fun. Me and I want to watch it. Tell <laughs> me down a bit. Paul's actually thing. never seen it. By the way, Paul's never yeah. seen the show. I'm the only person that's actually seen the show back. Um, yeah, and I've seen that couple. Of I'm minutes. looking forward to it. Genuinely, I'm looking forward to it. So hopefully, hopefully other people enjoy it too. Yeah, yeah, it's a it's a it's a good laugh. I'll give you that. It's a good laugh. Talking of good laughs. Oh, the fifth point man over there. Yeah, uh, Brody Ferry Hoose. Honestly, <laughs> even took the Rolls Royce out last night. I couldn't believe it. <laughs> I couldn't believe it. Do you know what the scores are, Paul? Uh, you are at least four points up. It's 11-7. Yeah. And, and deservedly so, Rondo. You got uh, Full House last week. Out in Newark. I thought <laughs> I'd done it all the week before. What did I get? Two points the week before out in Newark? Uh, three. Three points. Uh, but, but you nailing it. Oh, oh, shitey clue. Oh, Samuel. Uh, Standing. Um, Craig Easton and you best buddies though eh? that's well, it that. that's it hey, hey. he was oh, sitting next head. to you when I asked you the question <laughs> <laughs> he's actually sitting on my knee believe it <laughs> um, yeah so uh, who am I uh, get it right in the first clue you get five points second clue four points three third clue three points fourth clue two points last clue one point and if you have an absolute Noel Hunt to it nil pois uh, so, Paul is looking for a four-point week. Got um, I'll, Be- I'll accept one now. <laughs> but, listen, between you and me, I think you get five points this week. Right, you say you say this out of time, Rondo, and between me and you, I never fucking care what you say when you say that, okay? <laughs> so crack on with your first clue, please. Yeah, Dick. Clue number one. This player... It's in United's top 50 list of appearances. Mm. And he scored, so he, mm. 23 goals. 
50 appearances, 23 goals. <coughs> I've got a name. Oh, here we go. 23 goals. I'll just, uh, I like the wee noise, though. I like the wee tune, so we'll just let the tune play at Rondo. Andy McClan. Andy McClan, 23 goals. Really? Around about there. Where appearance is? Andy McClan. I'm sure it was something like 230 and 23 goals, something like that. Ten, so one in ten. Uh, Andy McClan. Uh. Whoa! Bastard! <laughs> How many games did he play? I was up a fucking night writing these, and there are brilliant clues. <laughs> oh, that's class! That's the last two I've got that absolutely pulled them out of nowhere. Fucking ridiculous! That always sticks in my head that it's one of the. Uh, was it two thirty appearances or something? Two hundred fifty. Two fifty. 23 goals. Anyway, here's your other clues. Right, okay. Since you've ruined it for Abdiya him. (laughs) His former clubs include Air United, Falkirk, Greenock Morton and Partick Thistle. His last appearance was against Livingston. Stevie Crawford scored one of our goals against Richard Goff's team. He was a manager then, wasn't he? He was the manager then, yeah. yeah. I only put his name in because he was a United. Born in 1973, he began his United career in the late 80s, made his debut versus St. Johnston, scored his first goal versus Falkirk in 1993, and his last goal against Rangers in a 2-0 win in 2004. And of course, the final clue, he won the Scottish Cup in 94 in a match that saw him come of age, tormented the fullback that day, also told us he thought he'd be doing it every year since. Right, if I hadn't got half a look at there, I was getting one point. <laughs> I'll take it, though, Rondo. What a lot I'll of shite. It. I shouldn't have been wasting my time. Do you want to remind me of what the scores are now, you dick? No. 12-11. <laughs> Honestly, a lot of shite. Oh, magic, magic. What a lot of shite. <laughs> anyway, talking a lot of shite, the... Uh, we're really looking forward to getting back to the Garden in January. Um, again, I know we said it last week, but thank you very much to everyone who bought tickets in like 17 minutes to do it. Our audience with Craig Levine, plus a Q&A with uh, Paul Dix and Danny Swanson. Uh, again, don't buy tickets for fannies on Facebook saying they've got tickets that are posted on some of the comments. They're dinner. They're fake profiles. If you can't go for whatever reason between now and then, Message us on any of our socials, Twitter, Instagram, or Facebook. We will get your tickets shifted. There is, we were actually saying this, there's a waiting list. Like, people are generally looking for tickets. So if you kind of go, let us know about it, and we can get them to people that that, that are wanting to come. Uh, I can somebody that is waiting for tickets. Mr. Swanson. Yes, uh, yeah. he's waiting on he's wanting more tickets. He generally is. He generally is. So, um, yeah, thank you very much, everyone. We are uh, really looking forward to it uh, in January. But again, in a few weeks' time, you'll get to see the first show and uh, what a scream Peter Houston is. Right, 
Final bit of business. I was hoping I'd be more happier, but Paul just ruined it. On who am I? Ruined it for you as well. Ruined your enjoyment of who am I. Right? On this day in association with the Arab Archive preserving the history of Dundee Football Club since 2006. Uh, 7th of November is our focus today. Two games, one birthday to tell you about. We begin this week, 1984. So UEFA Cup second round, second leg versus Linzer. We mentioned the first leg uh, a couple of weeks back. From the moment Paul Hegarty headed in United's opening goal, the final outcome was never in doubt as United demolished an over-physical Austrian side. Indeed, their equaliser in the 34th minute. Wait to hear this, Paul. Now, this man could do no wrong. But on this night, a Max Hagmere free kick deflected off God himself, Dave Neri, and it went in past Hamish. So the goalie probably should have saved it, really. It was virtually their only direct shot on target the entire 90 minutes, with half-time fast approaching. Uh, Eamon Bannon went up the left, it led to Tommy Coyne regaining the lead. Uh, Coyne then notched his second on the hour, hooking the ball in from close range. The two remaining goals were both spectacular efforts. Richard Goff swerving one in for 30 yards, and Dave Beaumont crashing home a fifth from either, even greater distance. I meant to check if that's on the archive and I totally forgot because they could be quite special to go and see. Uh, mm-hmm. We're on league business in 2009. It's a trip to Rugby Park. Andy Webster's returning place of Darren Dawes, the only change to United's team uh, in a, from the attacking lineup that started against Rangers last week. Uh, David Goodwillie played off uh, Damien Castanovo up front with Myrie Williams and Conway supporting on the wings. On 22 minutes, United were ahead. Darren run into the box by Myrie Williams. He was bang average for what I remember. Larry Williams. Mm. I think quick yeah, though. He was, he was fast, yeah. But he, he was flat to deceive. Well, he drew a clear cut for Gary Hay. Referee O'Reilly had no hesitation to point the spot. Casanovo stepped up to take the kick. Brown and the Kelly goal guessed the right way, but was unable to stop the Argentines' effort. Low to the keeper's right. 12 minutes into the second half, another great counter-attack for United, saw Goodwillie playing Mighty Williams. He drew the keeper, cut it back for Castellanovo, and he tapped into the empty net as it finished 2-0 on the night. Take it. Our birthday then. A man who Ian McCall signed for £60,000. He went on to make 166 appearances for the club, scored 37 goals across his five seasons, and was also club captain for a spell. Happy 44th birthday today to Barry Robson. He was a good player for us. Didn't, didn't start great for him at Tannadice, but he he came in at East Sally. He good was class player. before he left there. Good, good player, yeah. Mm-hmm. So, not that there's much to speak about this week. You know, there's <laughs> not any real big games upon us, given results around us, and that St Johnson have just beat the Rangers. You know, and have now got themselves even further away. Here, guess what scored the winner? Go on, here, guess. Clark. Of course he did. <laughs> of course he did. <laughs> <laughs> This is honestly, we are doomed. <laughs> Shit like this, just it's meant to happen for a reason. And then again, the reason, but I'm not enjoying it. <laughs> Get me off this ride on. right now. Um, yeah, that's uh, yeah, that's it. Anyway, two games Kilmarnock at home, Aberdeen away. Mind that's a six o'clock kickoff uh, at Petodre. Dare I even ask, how do you think we'll get on? 
We're at Doorfox Podcast on social media. You can grab some merch, doorfoxpodcast.com. Have a great week, stay safe, and don't forget to wash your hands and your arsehole.